Hi, it's Terence Wallace, and welcome to my new series, Stories from the Road. In 2014, I left the corporate world behind to begin my own business, Indelible Adventures Inc. This is a culmination of my writing, photography, speaking, and travel. Stories from the Road is a culmination of some of those stories that I've experienced along the way. I hope you enjoy them. Join me this week as I explore Hanoi in Vietnam. Vietnam had been at the top of my travel list for some time, and in 2017, I was lucky enough to be able to visit. I flew into Hanoi from Hong Kong on an easy two and a half hour flight. Upon arriving into Vietnam, it was a tad confusing in that as a foreigner landing, you're at a distinct disadvantage in terms of language. Signage was minimal, and there seemed to be a lot of flights all landing at once at Hanoi's Noi Bay International Airport. As I deplaned, I followed the crowd to the immigration area. Retrieving my pre-approved visa and letter of entry from my backpack, I joined a large crowd of people with no real sign of a line. I quickly surmised that I had to submit my passport and paperwork elsewhere, including photos and entry fee. Noticing people disappearing down a corridor, I followed them to a back counter where I was able to submit all of the requisite items before heading back into the crowd to wait for my name and passport number to be called. It took about an hour to get through the process, and obviously in situations like this, patience is a virtue. However, not everyone around me had the same approach, and there was clear frustration in the air as those less travelled fumed at the perceived inefficiencies. Once I had my passport, I then retrieved my backpack, which had been sitting on a now-stopped carousel, and headed out into the hot, humid, sticky terminal to find my driver who had been waiting so patiently for my, me to emerge. As with most foreign destinations, I would pre-arranged a driver to take me to my hotel, which was a very smart move, given the language barrier. And so we exited the Noibai airport, we ran into what I thought was an anomaly. Yes, my first introduction to Hanoi and indeed Vietnam, and I was struck by the sheer number of scooters that were everywhere. Even in Italy, which I considered until this point the home of the scooter, paled in comparison to my visit to Vietnam. The ubiquitous scooter isn't only in the, found in the big cities, but it also in every village and hamlet throughout the entire country. It's clearly the mainstay of transportation in Vietnam, and if I were to hazard a guess, I'd contend that there are more scooters than people in this country. Crazy as that sounds. My adventure in Vietnam was amazing. Each day brought new sights, sounds, smells, yes, this is definitely a big one, and experiences, with the epicenter of these experiences being in Hanoi. A friend of mine said that when he had visited Hanoi, he feared for his life, trying to cross the road. However, I put his concern down to his relatively rural existence and the lack of traffic that he contends with on a daily basis. As you know, I've traveled to some of the busiest cities in the world, so I was completely unconcerned about Hanoi until I actually got to Hanoi. Wow, now I can see why he was nervous. Crossing the road, you took your life into your own hands. After arriving at the hotel and securing a map from the concierge, I jumped into a taxi and asked the doorman from the hotel to ask the driver to take me to the old quarter of Hanoi. Hanoi itself celebrated its thousandth anniversary in 2010, and the old quarter is an area of about 36 streets and alleyways, 
that are divided by artisans that have worked in these streets for hundreds of years and that sell very, very specific goods. For example, Hanoi silk or lua merchants are found primarily on Hangai Street. As with many ancient cities, there is no standard grid layout, but rather a jumble of streets that weave and wind their way around in no particular direction. And so therefore it's very easy to get lost unless you have a map. Although finding an actual street sign is another issue completely. So I combined my map with my GPS on my phone and was able to find my way around rather easily. The taxi driver had dropped me at St. Joseph's Cathedral, the oldest Catholic church in Hanoi, just west of Hoen Kiem Lake, and was a perfect place to begin my exploration of the old city. An important travel tip that I found was when traveling to Vietnam is make sure that you ask for a business card from the hotel where you're staying. This will ensure that you have both English and Vietnamese printed on the card and can hand it to a taxi driver or a cyclo driver at any time and they would take you back to your hotel. Really, really important to have one in your pocket. Another interesting observation of old Hanoi is that because the streets and alleyways are so narrow, there's no place to park scooters. So the footpath or sidewalk becomes the parking lane for scooters. And so now I started to understand why being a pedestrian in Hanoi was a little more tenuous than I'd originally planned or imagined. Yes, I was now sharing these streets and alleyways with all forms of vehicles. Cars, trucks, scooters, cyclos, bicycles, and any animal that decided it wanted to walk on the road as well. But like any experience when you travel, you just got to take it in stride and go with the flow. The afternoon was very humid and overcast, and I could see the thunderhead swirling above me and recognized the telltale signs of a storm that was brewing. So I quickly found shelter under a shop awning just before the street was inundated with a tropical downpour that you could only find in this part of the world. It was a mere seconds before the road was completely awash and slick with water. However, for the locals on scooters, it was just another afternoon in Hanoi. And being so adept and used to this type of weather, quickly stopped, retrieved their ponchos and continued on their way. No big drama. I loved the energy of old Hanoi and observing how life continued irrespective of the weather. The charm of old Hanoi was incredible and I found myself discovering photo opportunities after photo opportunity, just wherever I looked, while at the same time trying to be vigilant as I navigated the edge of the busy streets. This was especially true when I needed to cross the street. Yikes. I soon realized that both patience and courage were required to wade out into the oncoming traffic and hope that they got around you. It certainly was an activity for the faint of heart. Over the course of the afternoon, I took some 400 photos as I tried to capture the essence, vibe and energy of this beautiful city. As the afternoon turned to dusk, I found myself back at the magnificent Hoen Kiem Lake and observing the Turtle Tower out in the middle. This first afternoon was just a prelude to visiting and exploring this beautiful old city. After three glorious days exploring Hanoi, I realized that this ancient city was at the crossroads of the modern world. 
It's clear that over the last 10 or 15 years, Hanoi, and indeed Vietnam, has opened itself up to the world. And now, with more tourists visiting each and every year, it is definitely a place I would recommend. It's incredible food, a lovely culture, friendly people, and uh, really well worth it. My adventure to Vietnam was a further three weeks, but I'll leave that for another day. I hope you enjoyed this episode about Hanoi, and I definitely encourage you to go visit. If you'd like to learn more about Indelible Adventures or the services we provide, please visit our website at www.indelibleadventures.com. Well, thanks for listening, and until next time, ciao.